Now, Stephen? Beginning of Act Two. Oh, Salah. Going, I'm going, going to Act Two. I need to progress <laughs> recap. <laughs> <laughs> so, essentially. My recap we... would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> My recap is too long for you, Traveler. <laughs> You'll be dead by the time I'm finished. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very, it's very good. <laughs> okay, so we left off last time. Um, or we, we left off a few minutes ago with essentially everyone saying their spiel. Um, you have an accountant who's killed and been with them for a decade. You have a fairly young, you know, twenty-five or so year old dwarf who's killed one and now has his fingers busted. You have Kafa, the, the um, middle, middle-aged woman um, cook who has not killed, but is their local whore and chef and bedroll maker and warmer and spits upon you for, for the idea of judging these, these folk here. Um, then there's the two who are tied up that seem like they did raise arms against the um, town um, just, the, just the day prior before getting ca- captured. Um, one of which who is a frankly, a complete scum who admits to killing many people and doing other heinous things, even in this town. And one who is a simpleton, I'll say, who also admits to doing terrible things, but is saying sorry. Um, John Weaver says, don't kill them. We'll do what needs to be done. But also admits, I have no, I have no power here. And admits that he <laughs> can't stop you, whatever you're going to do. And you three were in the throes of discussing or deciding what the hell you're going to do, if anything, at this point. But it seems like Earth's blade has been stayed the last um, couple, and he's currently sitting on the uh, um, table, just... I got up and walked over there when you That's right, that's right, you did, you did, you did. So, you Mm -hmm. are... are Nasty man spitting at me. That's what happened, and uh, the, the room is looking upon you or what you'll do or say or whatnot. I'm curious as to what Kafa has to say about the other one, the one that wasn't so um, obviously vile. Jim? Jim, yeah, sure. Jim? I say this with all the affection I can muster. Jim's an idiot, but being an idiot does not excuse you from doing terrible things. We've all done terrible things. I'm not innocent either, nor are these two here. But I wouldn't look upon him definitely because he's an idiot. Forgiveness can only go so far. And he's had his fill as well. She looks at the wall. She can't see him, but just looks at the, at the wall to their cell and just kind of, he's had his fill as well. I respect you all. Straightforward speech. Earth, as you look at her when she speaks, then you look back in the cell with these these two. You see a uh, Josephine in there, da- daughter-in-law of Weaver, and she's laying on the ground, tied up, dress akimbo, torn, ripped. And she just is breathing heavily, crying. Mm. 
reminds you of her, doesn't it? Remind me why we're not killing this one. They want to hang him, but to be completely honest, I care not if he's hung or if you kill him. I will leave that to you. The town wants closure and wants to do it with a level of formality. But I agree with Anaxoria. Do it. <laughs> Pretty face like that, I think he'll make a good example. Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, what are um, your other two's um, passive perception? Uh, 15. Um, I am... Icky back, so... Yes, so I'm 18. I'll do this by, by the books. Okay. Disregard. So you just hear that in your head. Do it. Do it. And when you say what you said, it gets... Well, what I did, almost like you can, you can almost feel the spit, but there is nothing mm -hmm. on the back of your neck. And just do it, do it, sweetling. I'm not the weak one. And you all, the windows. <laughs> shatter inwards all of them everybody inside screams and takes cover and just looks and the myriad windows just shatter the glass tinkling is the only sound that you hear everyone shouting and like it's so chaos reigns at the moment um do we hear the scream or only the shatter you with your passive perceptions i'll say that you heard it but you almost dismissed it. It was so quiet. It could, could have been a tea kettle one house over going. Oh, okay, sure. So mm -hmm. it's so, so quiet. Nothing but to raise it. Earth, to you. A decent wind all, by an open window. But to Earth, to you, it was all, in, it's all you could hear for a second. It was like mm -hmm. two people looking at you in both sides of your ears and screeching into your very skull. Oh, by the Earth, by her name, Earth, we never said you were the weak one. What are you blabbering about? And why did you smash and all the... How did you How did you do that with the windows? How did anybody do that? I'll, I'll, Norman will run to the windows to see if there was a force that was obvious, like a, like a tornado or something outside. You look out, you don't <clears throat> see anything. Okay, nothing obviously on this here. You okay? You're not looking so good. No, I've been hearing I've been hearing a voice that's not like the other voices. I know that's crazy, but it is me. So we take it with a grain of salt, right? That's what I thought too. But uh, this one's obviously different. Is it whispering to you? 
because yeah. the poem talked about whispers. And it so is. Do not, do not heed the whispers. What kind of things is this entity saying? Oh, it wants me to do everything that you guys usually want me to do. Kill. Murder. Yeah. I, I was about to say use the proper knife at the dinner table, but obviously <laughs> not. A knife's a knife, or I'm not going to have this discussion right now. <laughs> I see. Is this saying to kill just the sons of Jack? Not exactly. So, seeking violence in general. Do not lose yourself, cast away your wickedness, atone for your sins. Manifest the devil. What are you blabbering on about? It's the poem. We're trying to figure out how to get this out of your head. I'm sorry, a poem? What's going we on were, here? We were going to seek you out for other reasons. I just kind of got caught up in this. But there is... Let's chat about it in a place that's a little bit more um, fitting and with maybe a few less ears. Ear is fine. I'm just trying not to startle the villagers is all. All and they you've heard what they said. We will discuss this more in time, but please, it's dangerous in here with the glass shattered up on our feet. Please sweep what you can. I will confer with our guests a slight bit more. Please. And he will walk out and gesture for you to follow him. Is that all right, Earth? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's go take care of this. Doesn't go far. He simply walks um, out and to this nearby um, building right here. I'll just plop you guys all there. Okay. There, and it's, it's, not, it's not a house. It's like part of the jailhouse. It's like a guardhouse, and there's nobody there right now. So he leads you in and closes the, the door. Slowly, light strikes a match and lights a candle, um, and, and not, not that you need it necessarily. There's still some sunlight here, and sits down and says, what in the God's names is going on? Are you familiar with what was uncovered below the town? Just a wall of obsidian. That's all I heard. With some wall of etchings on it. Yes, that was a prison. A prison. A prison for an entity of unknown origins. It is a dark shade that seems to maybe, I don't know if possess is the right word, but almost like parasitically attach itself perhaps to a individual and haunts. It's haunting me. It's ha That's a good word. It's haunting me. <laughs> um, and thirst for violence and wickedness. It seems like this entity was entombed there upwards of thousands of years ago. And, um, well, let's just say it's not entombed anymore. 
we were wondering if you had any information, any like folklores or any family stories, ghost tales, anything of that like of a entity that drives you mad and demands blood. Well, I think, I think we, we've all heard ghost tales, those souls without rest that, that haunt areas and perhaps even individuals in order to get what they want, but normally give them what they, you know, the, the, what's, what did the, what did the stories say that they remain because something is unfinished, unfinished business, but right. I, as far as what you're discussing, the first I've ever heard of this obsidian wall was when it was whispered to me through, through the walls while I was in prison by the sons of Red Jack. I, I, I can't speak to anything that sounds akin to what you're saying, unfortunately. I think the ghost stories I've heard are probably much like the ghost stories I assume we've all heard growing up. Right. Wasn't sure if there was something more specific to this town in this region. I understand. I, I wish my family has lived here for generations, and if there was talk of some dark evil in the mines, I don't think, I think I would, I would know. No, I think you would. I think you're right. Thank you for your information. So is the sup supposition that one of you here are haunted? And he looks at her, not wanting to accuse, but that one of you are haunted here? Oh, we're not sure yet. Just exploring many options. But I'm just going to lean in and he's, and he's going to say, I reckon it's one of those two. <laughs> right. Yes. Sorry to say, but I'm well out of my depth with most of what's happening right now. I know how to handle townsfolk, know less how to handle mercenaries we've shoved in cells, and I know the least of what to do with what you're referring to now. That's fine. It's kind of a problem that I, well, we unleashed. Maybe we can help deal with it. Maybe we should see if Conifer has any information, if Dombellos is able to find anything out on that front. Very true, and talk to the skull, because it seems like that might be our best option right now. Yes. In the meantime, I wouldn't advise anybody go down into the mines, at least not near the obelisk, an obelisk um, obsidian wall. We haven't had anybody go into Oh, no, you got muted again. No way, really? Now you're back. Yeah. Now you're back. It's just for a moment. We haven't had anybody. Not again. <laughs> oh, terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, All we can that. hear you. What the fucking nuts? It's just whenever you were about to say something is Weaver. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had anybody go into the mines. <laughs> Is we heard all of that. <laughs> this is Weaver's new accent, eh? Because it gets the point across. <laughs> we haven't had anybody go into the mines. We've been taking enough care to clean up 
Well, and he dashes mm-hmm. out the window at all the right. bloodstained smears that have gone in a certain direction. Right. I would advise that for a little while longer. Obviously, it's your livelihood and you'll need to return eventually, but they'll be in a room. Maybe not. I think uh, if our business is concluded here, I think we are going to confer with uh, our compatriot and Conifer to see if there's something else, because this is more of an immediate threat. Understood. I will leave you to your work then, and I'll take care of mine. And he leaves, he opens the door. Mm-hmm. He leaves it open with the one, one candle lit. Again, it's still daylight, but the mm-hmm. cloud cover makes it pretty, pretty dim, and he heads back over to the jailhouse. I hope I wasn't railroading that from you two. Not mm-hmm. at all. All right. Just want to make sure that your voices are obviously heard and respected as well. Well, I don't have much to say for this whole town. Understandably. used to think one thing I could take from it is people here were tough and stood for something, but living under the sons of Jack like they did. I see. And some of them even sticking up for them. Exactly. <clears throat> so let's get hike and I could use the fresh air. Clear my head. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of um, what is that? Oh dang it, now I'm forgetting in real life. Uh, where you fall in love with your captors. Stockholm. Stockholm Syndrome. Thank you. From this this wizard, Stockholm. And his syndrome. <laughs> All right. Off we go. Off I can go. understand. So I'm starting to think we really should talk to this skull. Probably. Before before we meet up with Darbellos and Conifer? I would say yes. The more information we can get that way, the better. I feel like the townsfolk have nothing. and mm-hmm. Everything was locked right in there with it. Mm-hmm. It's got to know something. Mm-hmm. I agree, but what if they point us in the right direction of where to aim our questions? That is also very true. valid, Earth. Very true. Okay, yep. Let's go up there and then we can do it. Could be nothing, but... Mm -hmm. The more information we have, the better. Mm -hmm. Better girl. Mm -hmm. Right. Good train of thought. Upwards to the uh, estate? Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Mm -hmm. Speaking of of train of thought, I'm just going to start saying all of mine out loud. Sounds good. No seekers with friends. Ghosts. (laughs) <laughs> can we all start doing that oh god I, I need a new dress Kill me. Kill me. <laughs> I want some more alcohol oh yeah I could probably be arranged assuming that the sons didn't wipe him out but Conifer probably has some up at the estate oh I'm sure he does oh Jack did time to do a little uh, banditing mm-hmm do some little, that's, uh, yeah, what you said. <laughs> right, as you guys head your way 
up the stairs over on Norwin's patch of, of earth that he, he left rubble. Yep. <laughs> and it's about a 15 minute walk up the, the switchback pathway. Up, up, up we go. Um, you know, there's some scraggly trees here, some, some stones, you know, or if you're, as you're walking by, you kind of like, it's almost like you kind of see, you remember taking this path so many times, so many times, and not much has changed. Um, the town's changed, but this path, pretty much the same as it always was. It, it, does, it has an unfortunate side effect of your memory coming to the forefront sometimes. As you're walking, you see, um, or you see from a scraggly, leafless dead tree, a form hanging by its neck. Exsanguinated, blood just pouring from wrists that have been slit and pooling on the ground, still dripping fresh. I'm going to point to it and say, do you guys see that? I assume you mean something more than just the tree. All right. I choose to trust your eyes and not mine. <clears throat> yeah. What are you seeing, if I may don't, ask? Don't worry about it. Right. Nothing, nothing nice. I see. More. As the entire 15-minute walk, it begins after about two minutes, three minutes of walking this path. You see that one. A minute later, you see another one. A minute later, you see another one. 30 seconds later, you see two more from, from the same cliff face. By the time you get up there, Earth, you see hundreds. Every corner, every building, every tree, every jutting rock where a rope could feasibly be attached. You just see bodies hanging, blood pooling from them. You two, with your passive perceptions, just notice Earp's eyes kind of looking. Every time he sees one, he just, his eyes are just moving furtively more than someone who's just like looking for trouble his are almost like yeah it's kind of like a, i see it and i'm trying to ignore it at the same time thing so it's like oh there's one oh, and the problem oh, is oh, when, you, oh. when you look and you go okay ignore it. you look this way you just see another one so yeah yeah so it's like, doing no like, there's no no way to look. no i see dead people mm-hmm <laughs> earth no. do you think it would help to go touch one so you can assure yourself they're not real and also hey. We see anything that is actually unusual, we will let you know. I know they're not real. I guess that I'm choosing to trust your guys' eyes and not mine. And unless Annie's decided to take an extreme turn to the dark, I assumed she would have said something too while walking through this forest. You mean all these bodies? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Norwind. As you, as you guys are walking up um, and you reach this point, Earth, at every single possible foot of this entire um, wall here where these two people were, they're not hanging there now and the body of the girl that was in the cage is no longer there, but there's dozens of people hanging here. 
and they all look the exact same. They all look exactly like this girl that you jumped up and killed. They're all the same, and her eyes follow you, even though she has to be dead. The pallor of her skin, the blood that's lost and just dripping down into the, ca the chasm. As you walk, all of it, like almost like a painting where it seems like the eyes are following you, you have that exact feeling. You have 36 pairs of eyes that are, you know for a fact, are watching you. From this dead girl that's just hanging there, slash right across, blood pouring. And in your head, you hear, This was you. With that said, you <laughs> you continue your way up. Um, well, Earth, I, I should say, what what do you you don't have to have to say anything, but give 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 me a glimpse into Earth's mental state, seeing this and walking past them. And the moment that you walk in here, you see the exact same thing hanging from every corner of every building is that same fucking thing. All eyes on you. And also, you see all the bodies of the sons of Jack have not been relocated from here. So they're all laying there, blood splayed. You haven't killed the vast majority of them. And you swear that their eyes are also following you as you walk through this veritable sea of corpses. Many of them real, and many of them you acknowledge probably not real, but that doesn't change the fact that they, that they look real. Just give me a flavor into your mental state or what you're thinking or doing or anything of the sort. Um, as approaching the wall with all the bodies and the girl's eyes staring at me, um, like you said, it's a very much like looking at it and trying not to, but like you can't calm down kind of like the beginning of an anxiety attack kind of thing because Earth usually only trusts his own eyes and sights and senses he now has to rely on these two to be like nope everything's good don't worry blah 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 and uh you know just repeating to myself kind of like uh I'm sorry I'll try to do better to the girl when it's her you know and but still can't meet her gaze kind of thing because it's a pretty gruesome scene. But as far as the carnage from the Sons of Jack, there's those looks almost feed that feeling of power of I did this. Like they deserved it and I did it kind of thing. So it's a very... Thank you. The split, yes. In that go. case, when you walk into here, um, you don't see any hanging figures then. You don't see any of them at all. All you see are the dead bodies and their eyes following you. You hear a voice in your head, or in, well, yeah, I guess in your head, but like it's whispering in your ear, go, you did this. You could do so much more. I did this. 
I could do so much more. And it's just essentially, I'm going to repeat everything that the spirit's saying to me kind of thing. We see the bodies still because they are actually physically there. Yes, but to you, they're... Yeah, I mean, I assume that their eyes aren't following us, but the bodies are physically there. Yep. Yeah, they haven't cleaned up this area yet. They had plenty to plenty, plenty to do <clears> down there, and they haven't gone to the Barons Estate at all. As far as you guys can see, nobody's gone this far north. Even Paxton was still was still there. His yep. Body. So as we walk through it, I'm I'm almost kind of like get a twirl and show off too, like slowly as we walk through. As I repeat what the spirit said, I don't know if there was more, Josh, but I didn't mean to interrupt. Yes, sir. If you did do this. You can do more, but we need to figure this out first. No, Annie, that's what that's what the spirits say. Oh, uh, well, he's not wrong on that account. Yes, the bodies are still here, obviously. Well, maybe not obviously, but they the bodies are real. They are still here. So, yes. Oh, that's a lot of blood. That was hard to tell which one that was. <laughs> All right, you guys head head into the estate. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you mind link us up or no? I can. Yeah, I mean, if it would take me ten minutes. Okay. No worries. I just didn't know if you could. That's all it takes. It's just time. Yeah, just takes time. I can do it currently. Okay. okay. As long as I've got my little book. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you want to t- take 10 minutes here and do that? Or do you want to uh, press on? Um, do you want? No, for, I think for now we, we should press on. I think we're good. Yeah, I thought maybe including Darbellos too for when we go down, like relaying. Oh yeah, we can do that on the way back down. Okay. Anyways, yep, take it away. All right, for the sake of, of time here and brevity, you seek around a bit, um, maybe avoiding the di- dining room because who would want to be in there but plays nasty right um you deduce if if conifer and the fifth inquisitor were having a scrum of some sort it would probably be in his study and that is where you find yourselves um after a few minutes of searching and whatnot and you come across a open door And you can hear the chatter happening happening within. So as you three enter, as you see here, you see Conifer sitting in his chair, big shiner of a black eye and a swan and, and a bit of a swollen lip, not as much as it was originally, um, but a bit of a swollen lip and, and crack there. Um, and Dark Bellows sitting in in the chair across him, um, and his quill is seems to be um, writing down by itself whatever. Um, Conifer saying this moment in time. As you three walk in, Conifer stops talking and looks. And you just see this kind of perpetual smoldering in his eye. Not like sexy smolder, but like you know, <laughs> smoldering. Nah, you meant sexy yeah, smoldering. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's just exhausted. Just tired. No fight left in him. Just a husk of, of, of what a, a, a get, on my, get on my damn study would be. Um, Doug Bellos, um, as the as the quill stops, he turns and and sees you all. Step in. Any news, Don Bellos? Oh, go things. Well, 
Baron Mactier here is giving me a full rundown of what happened from the first moment that the sun stepped foot in here until now. And I, I'm getting the entire history. Figure the devil is in the details, after all, so... Kill the details. All the details. Devil's in this room. <laughs> he looks at, looks at you, Cox, and an eyebrow, and says, quite... So... What brings you three here? Didn't get too much information out of Weaver about the current state of affairs, vis-a-vis -vis what we were talking about last night. Uh, was wondering if there was anything on that front up here before we decided on our next course of action. I haven't asked about the specifics, but I did ask if he had any knowledge or records of what could what that obsidian wall or cube or what, however you describe it to me could be, and uh, the answer is a big fat nothing. The only thing I can say is he uh, can't even verify if that's Jack Jr. He th thumbs over his shoulder, you see the, the sheets have been opened and there's mm -hmm. the tiefling head there. Comfort just leans back in his, his chair, like tired, and says, Never saw the lad. Well, saw him, saw him once, but garbed for, for from head to toe, and God, God knows what armor of some sort. I do know he had a long halberd, once one-sided that seemed to be be spitting sparks. Whenever he dragged it on the ground, which seemed to be commonplace, so that would be be the best. Yeah, and that tracks. Well, we have that. So, all right. Well, if they can't give us any more information, I think we know what our next step is. Yes, unless we want to check this room for old books, but that would take time. I say let's go straight to the source. Let's talk to the skull, get a move on. We have a timeline on Earth's head. Yeah, we don't exactly have time to prattle. Well, if this keeps going on, I wouldn't mind if this collar went off. <laughs> yeah. Don't the worry, druids have revivify now. <laughs> In the optional rules that we're not taking. <laughs> we'll take some. We'll take some. We'll take some. Sure. Okay. So, is this the, how, does this take time, or how does I forget how this spell works? Uh, do we have the skull with us, or would it still be in our room? That's the main thing. Um, it would well, be in the... Didn't we put it in the box? Mm -mm. It was one of the two we never put in there. Oh, okay, that's right. Everything from the mine we didn't put in there yet. Just carrying around well, this old ass I guess, I guess, yeah, we would be carrying it around because, I mean, otherwise we can go back. But I'm okay with whatever we decide. If our plan was to talk to it at some point, I don't know why we wouldn't take it with us. Yeah, as weird as that would be, like, but bindle it up, like probably I would have bindled it. Yeah. Uh, Darbellos did, but otherwise we can head back to the inn totally. Mm -hmm. Well, let's pop it down on a table. Yeah, it dep depends on where you guys want to do it. If you say that you had it with with you, I'll say I'll say that you had it with you somewhere <laughs> hidden where it wasn't obvious you had a spooky skull 
with mm-hmm. with you, that's that's fine. I'm not gonna nitpick that. But if you want to do it here, you can Scary. do it here. Where do you yeah. want to do it? That's kind of my point too. Yeah, like if you guys want to go back to the, I'd probably just go over to this table. Perfect. And that's fine. Boom! Open window. Okay, you do hear Con for say, "Oh great, another fucking head." Yep, yeah. shut up, and you'll get to keep <clears throat> yours. So I have so far, what were you locked in with? How do we manifest it? And who locked you in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I <clears throat> listed a couple back before the break, which was what was in tune with you. Uh, what damage did the entity rot? But I think we got that pretty well answered. Uh, what did, when did this entity start plaguing your people? Um, what does this entity feed on? Uh, why was this entity drawn to you? Are the, the five that I had. Uh, but I think yours yours are good. And then yeah. we can see what it yields from this conversation. Should we ask who they were? Yes. Yeah. Like okay. Who locked you in is what I had on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your life story? <laughs> in the form of a question. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just... Okay, and with that, I would cast Speak with Dud. Okay. You cast it. Do you have, have any flavor you want to put while you cast the spell? No, Annie would just be tired, so she would do it just like. <sighs> okay. Pop Sock pop with the skull. Yep. <laughs> 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 The, the sheet from your bed is laid over top this area, and the skull is sitting there on its side, and you kind of prop it up against the globe that's that's there. Use some books to hold it in place, and Conifer's just like... And the other two are watching and listening as you begin to strum a little under your wire bow, and the words come from you, and the sound drifts almost in a in a bluish blackish mist from you going into the skull as you do this there is a a moment of complete silence a bit strange a bit a bit odd like you can't even hear your own heart beating or anything and then as the eyes illuminate that blackish blue color, almost like the light that radiates from them is dark, like a dark light that seems to suck light into a very odd discordant thing. The mouth opens. And you swear you can almost hear a breath being taken. But that mist kind of spills out. And there's one particular little wisp of blue, like a like a strand of mist that sort of flows from. And Earth, it seems to be coming toward you. And as you kind of just like <laughs> wave your hand to blow it away, it touches your skin. And you immediately feel a connection. 
it seems to burn through, not in a painful way, just in a very stark way. And you look at your hand and it's, it's gone. Then you take a breath and your eyes begin to glow a similar color, but with a red aura around it. And then you sneeze. <laughs> and blue mist <laughs> comes out and encompasses this Tate. You've never seen this. You guys have never seen this before at all. And the blue mist just sort of settles in space at knee height around the table. Very odd. So the skull is awake and aware. May I ask your questions? That was weird. What were you locked in with? The skull looks at you. No, no eyeballs left, but the sockets you swear are gazing right into you, Annie. And it says, and all the world was shattered. The rocks trembled with their steps and the stones reached toward the heavens. We die. We die. The mist appears and there's a humanoid figure standing there. and its eyes glow a blue, and the blue mist just rises from its shoulder. And it says in your heads, I don't know, some fell creature, some undead nightmare that haunted me and mine for too long. Who locked you away? The skull says, it opens its mouth, and it says, you can hear it breathing now, you swear. They break the land itself. They want it, but in their rage, they will destroy it. Like the jealous man burns his rich things rather than let them be taken by his enemies. <gasps> they come! They come! The mist figure says, friends. One-time friends. Fellow knights. Mages for the greater good. And it looks up as the blue mist just continuously swirls from its back like evaporation off of hot cement in the summer sky. For the greater good. How do we manifest it? The skull says, A man stood on a cliffside and watched his homeland fall into dust. 
The water surged beneath, so far beneath, and he heard a child crying. They were his own tears. The mist figure says, Regret. Sincerity. I never achieved. I died scared and alone, taking my own life. Which is exactly what the beast wanted of me. I was too weak. The release, though, was sweet, finally. What did the beast, what does the beast eat? The skull says, Victory! We stand atop the mount. We scatter them before us. Their homes become our dens. Their lands are now our farms. And they shall freeze as we once did in a place that is hollow and forlorn. The mist figure getting ever so faint now. Barely steam off, the, off a fresh cup of tea at this point in time. But still that bluish pallor to it says... and misery. It eats the human soul. Sorry, it eats the mortal soul. It, much like how we tenderize the flesh of our food, it tenderizes its meal with pain. And guilt until it feeds and there is no more to be saved. Is there a normal time between the tenderizing and the eating? The skull says, he watches. The black piper in the night, he holds us in his palm, playing a tune that no man can hear. <laughs> and the skull falls to the side as the light dims. The bluish mist form is now hardly, the, all you see are the eyes glowing that very faint, faintest outline, if that. And it simply says, until 
the meal is at its finest and it takes its own as I did. Which is all I know. And the two faint glowing eyes look at you, Earth, and says, I'm sorry, and good luck, brother. Then, and Earth, as that happens, only you see a very, that little wisp of bluish, blackish mist, steam, rises off your shoulder and is gone within, just like that, the figure's gone. So where does that leave us? Interesting. <clears throat> I mean, it did use the name the Black Piper in the night. Black Piper in the night. Are we listening to anything the Crazy Skull said? I don't know. That it was hard to tell what that was. <laughs> It seemed almost I gotta like, guess. What's that? Well, piecing together what we've learned over the last few months, that sounds like it could have been a war between the free folk and the giants. Mm-hmm. The cleaving of the world, all that nonsense, and the giants were coming, and then turns out we, the free folk won, took over their cities, explains the court city, and sent the giants to the north, which we know they are there because that's where the mind flayer came back from with the muck. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like the skull was just given some crazy fucked up history lesson. True. That is a good life piecing it together. Not to disregard anything. Yeah, it almost sounded like bits of shattered memory almost. Bits of extreme emotion almost all of them violent so that's what this thing likes apparently right I think so it sounds like it kind of wants you to commit violence and then regret it or feel guilty about it until I kill myself until you kill yourself Though to manifest it, you need regret and sincerity. Regret, I guess. How is regret different than guilt? I think guilt is the act, almost like shame, where you're not moving forward. At least in my own eyes, I see guilt as you feel guilty, but you're not doing anything about it, whereas regret comes with changed behavior. Hmm. I think that's a good way of differentiating I mean, at least we have a pretty significant description of the thing, if not a name. Yes, it's true. I'm going to take off my backpack and start just feeling around in it. And I am going to use legend lore. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. 
Oh and shit! It begins. It, yeah. What does that? What does that do? It's it's the DM's tool and also a nightmare. Ah. Yeah. Name or describe a person, place, or thing. The spell brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. The lore might consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive. The information you learn is accurate, but might be couched in figurative language. It is on my spell list, because I am a bard, and it is at a level I can cast. Shit. Oh, damn. I gave that to you. I don't even know how long ago. <laughs> Oh, that was a long time ago, yeah. I thought you were going to blow it on a sword or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> Save my life here. Nope. So I was like, you're right. The more information we can get, the better, because the more detailed. Mm-hmm. So name or describe a person, place, or object. So you, you mm-hmm. take out the scroll, and you and it takes 10 minutes to, to cast. So you're dis- deciphering, and you're chanting, and you're saying words, and you're kind of getting used to the cadence, and then you initiate like again it takes 10 minutes and you initiate the mm-hmm. casting of it is there anything that um norman or earth want to do while annie is doing this ins- insane blog please do something i drank too much tea and i have to go to the bathroom again there you go sure i'll do something let me just see what it'll be a perfect my... way to way to end the night too with a legend lord dump you fuckers yeah <laughs> sorry bud no it's, it's uh, i love it yeah, let me just check what I have on my ritual list. Because that would cast 10 minutes. Um, Magnify Magic Mouth, Skyrite. I mean, I can link us up telepathically while, while she's doing that, just so we have that for now. Oh, smart. In case there's reasons we need to confer. So, I'll do that. With Darby in it or no? Um, I forget. Can we exclude someone? Yeah, we can choose. Mental conversation? No. No, so if he's in, he hears everything we say? Yes. It's like a channel of a radio. I guess I would wait to hear what Rachel has to say, because I don't know. It's like we might want to keep something secret from her, depending on what we're doing and what we have going on, you know? Yeah. That's true. We can always tell him, but it's hard to take back what he has heard. That's kind of my thought, too. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't trust him. It's just I know he's hungry to get mm-hmm. cl- climb higher ranks yep. in inquisitorial duties. Yep. Yeah. Whatever gives that Inquisitor XP. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're on the milestone system. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're a decent mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if we have to do too many side quests and play around too many things, we get little side rewards. True. Mm-hmm. And stop yeah. an ancient evil. What a clutch use of legendary. Right? I'm excited. I totally forgot that she had that at all. Just depends on exactly what she says or describes as the target of the spell that can change things dramatically. That's true. Mm-hmm. What do you know about this magic sword? It was formed by Greg. 
<laughs> cool. <laughs> So Norwin was going to do the um, telekinetic bond again, but I think that he and Earth were discussing should they include Darbellos or not in it. Mm -hmm. Darbellos is there watching intently, and you can actually see he took notes of everything that was um, that was said. Right now we have a canonical way to read that back. It's called watching <laughs> this recording. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't hurt, especially if he stays up top. Yeah, we just thought maybe, like, we can keep secrets and tell him what he needs to know, but we can't, can't take it back once he knows kind of thing. But, yeah, let's, let's include him. Let's throw him in. All right. Throwing him in. So I'll do that for the next 10 minutes. Um, and then while they're doing their stuff, Earth would just be doing basic forms. You know, drawing a sword and just doing like basic training forms and breathing and uh, trying to think about his co the connection he made with Mujarib actually because that's one of the only big ones that he's done and it helped gives him something to think about that's not killing folk and yada 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 yada. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But Mujarib also has a lot of experience in regret and what was the other stuff? Yeah, yeah. So. Sincerity. Yes. There you go. Boom. Go ahead and make a wisdom check. Oh, baloney. You rolled, you've been rolling a couple 18s and 19s tonight. Nope. <laughs> you try as you're slashing your sword and you're trying to follow those water-like movements that you remember him doing when you saw him do it. And that piece... But all you feel is that simmering hatred and anger and rage just under the surface. And you know that he's too close still. And on top of that, you hear in your head again, you already have your sword drawn. It would be easy. Will you always be Constrained by lesser's whims. He treats you like a dog. She treats you like less. They didn't help. You killed the sons. As time goes on, and they're focusing, so I'm not going to say these things to them, but you're just going to notice the uh, the forms to go from calm and peaceful water to all of a sudden kind of hard swings and hacking and things like that. But otherwise, I'll let them finish their mojo. All right. For the most part, hopefully. You four are linked. Um, telekinetically, right around the same time that Annie, you you complete the spell. What? This is the important question. What is the target of your spell? It can be a, a person, a place, an object. What do you? What? What is it? So, I guess would the the beast be considered part of that? Like, can you look up? 
like lore about non-humanoid things. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Then that's what I would focus on thinking about the description I have of like how it eats pain and misery. I would be describing the way it looked. I would be describing the way it's talking to earth, all of that. I specifically want to know if you were going to have that or if you were going to focus on something else that just came came up because I would have given you wildly different answers. Mm -hmm. But um, you focus your intent. You don't have a name for this thing or or anything, but you do have your memories and what you just saw an hour ago, or I guess it was longer than that now, but above Earth's, you know, his face and what you saw and the scream that it had when you use a fragment of starlight and everything that you've learned, everything that you've learned from the poem, from this speaking, everything that you've learned, you focus your intent on it. And your head snaps back. As all the runes that are on this long, long scroll that you basically have stretched from, from one side of the room to the other side of the room flare up. We're meeting in the center and then the whole thing bursts into blue flames. turns into ash that just swirls around and you are encompassed in the globe of, of ash and the ash takes shape and thoughts come to your mind. Okay. Um, this creature is called a him. H-Y-M. It is attracted by wickedness. Very few exist, or very few have ever existed. Even fewer exist now. They were more, um, there were more of them, though still very, very few. They were predominant in the times of the Great Wars. when mortal had to do what needed to be done in their own words. <clears throat> These wraiths, um, so technically they are undead, they latch onto particularly despicable or guilty individuals who have committed acts, heinous acts. To all others, they're essentially benign. They are tormentors. They prefer not to sink in their claws directly. They prefer to sap the strength indirectly through inflicting suffering. Speaking in a voice that only the victim hears, they drive them to commit further acts of violence, aggression, and eventually self-harm. A hymn will seize on a guilty person's worst fears and weave out of them hideous visions, dreams, slowly driving the poor soul into madness. While definitively evil, beings are certainly the ones that should fear the him the most. Those that committed acts of wickedness in the name of a greater cause should equally fear for their soul. 
those tormented by Ahim are incapable of restful sleep, for they are tormented of ever more frequent, incredibly realistic nightmares. And finally, if the target does die, its soul belongs to the Ahim, and it will never be revived. The last bit of lore that you get is essentially um, they do reside, or they have the ability, they live in a sense in both the ethereal plane and the material plane um, almost simultaneously. They, they can switch between them easily. They can only see and hear, or no, I'm sorry, they can see while on the eth ethereal plane, they can see what's on the material plane, but they can't hear. In order to hear or influence those on the material plane, they have to be on the material plane themselves. The distance matters very little to him. Manifesting it, and Annie, this is all only you know this. So even though the other two are listening right now, only you are getting this information directly dumped in, into you. So what you decide to share is up to, to you exclusively. To manifest it, the tormented soul must legitimately regret or lament the actions it has taken. And based on the targets that hymns take, this is very infrequent. Almost almost never does sincere regret come up. But the hymn can be tricked. If that if the one afflicted believes it has partaken in a heinous in a heinous act and then legitimately regrets that act it will manifest the him and it will not be able to um, escape for some time or a time. You're not sure how much long that time is. So it can be tricked, but it still has to do with the one being tormented, sincerely believing it did, or believing something, regretting it. It has to fully believe that even if it's not true. The hymn does not care about truth. It only only cares about the suffering that this in the individual has inflicted. It seems to manifest it. That individual needs to truly regret what it did. So even if that individual did the thing they regret, as long as they truly regret it, yes, it'll manifest. Yes. But okay. the same, at the same time, the opposite is true. If the, if the individual didn't truly do what it, what it regrets, it would still manifest. It's the act of sincere reg regretting that matters, not the truth. So for instance, if we make it seem like I pushed Norwin out this window and he falls to his death, but he didn't and I regret it, it would appear even though I didn't do that thing. But you'd have to, to believe that you did it. You'd have to 100% yeah. believe it. And now say I actually did push him and he's dead, but I thing. do regret it. Like genuinely, it would still show up? Mm -hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. 
And this information does not come to you, Annie, in words. It, like, like the speak with dead, it comes to you in the information dump. So that's basically the summation of information that you receive from the spell. And the ash settles to the ground and then flicker into millions of tiny blue sparks before going out. And the scroll that you use to cast it is gone to fire and ash and dust and then nothing. Oh, that was a lot. You're right there, get a. Oh, it's called a hymn. Hymn. Uh -huh. <laughs> there you go. I couldn't get the tip very fast. <laughs> no, H uh, Y M. It's like, like a wraith, almost. Um, it's attracted to wickedness, especially those who have done the most heinous of crimes and the most violence. And there aren't very many of them. Even fewer. They seem to come from the time of the Great War, but it seems like their goal is to inflict so much suffering that you eventually kill yourself, Earth. <sighs> Through not being able to rest and not knowing what to trust. and If you die, I can't bring you back because your soul will belong to it. That's a problem. I did mention, though, how we can manifest it to fight it. And it has to do with the tomb. Mm -hmm. it's, it's saying we should go back to the tomb and it, there's some violence that needs to happen. So I'm wondering if we shouldn't bring those two sods and plan to off them and just bring them down with us. Also, to which two sods? In the jail. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna what do we need them for because you need to be violent mm. violence summons it mm -hmm. it seems like maybe through your dreaming there was any violence in your dream that's how it came out because it seems to bounce between the ethereal plane and the mortal plane with ease mm -hmm. and it can always see what's going on here and in your mind so mm. Interesting. And what's the tomb got to do with it? That's where we can catch it. It can't get out. It can't go back to the ethereal plane, and that way we can fight it and kill it and release your soul. I see. That makes sense. Sounds like a plan to me. And Arbelas, you said that ethereal travel while in the dome that you create is not possible, correct? My understanding is no. Oh, you're muted. But I'm not. Can you hear but me? But you're not, yeah. 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 There you go. <clears throat> How about now? Yep. Yep. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Just had to hit mute and then unmute, even though I'm not muted. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, he goes, as far as I understand... Uh, I guess let me take a look at the actual spell. No, I think, I think that's true because it says that nothing can pass in and out. Um, just an object star barred from passing through it. It's not saying anything specifically about ethereal plane. So he'll say, as far as I understand, yes, it blocks passage even through there. Of course, there are always ways to get around spell. It's not 
that powerful of a spellcraft, so something this ancient and dangerous might have ways around it. Or as I said, as I said earlier today, it could be it could be standing right in front of us right now. We we wouldn't know if it's on the ethereal. Yes, I'm just wondering if maybe you could basically plug the hole and then slow it down at a minimum. Well, if it is here right now, can it hear what, what we're saying or read our lips? Because if so, we're doing it in the way to go. Oh, it's in your mind. That's right. You included him. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, I'm happy to help. It might at least be an idea. So. This I can do. Wonderful. All right. I say we follow Annie's lead here. So once we get it to show up, how do we kill it? I don't know. I think we just start trying to hack at it. Did it say anything about what the creature is? It's <clears throat> a race. Does that mean... A fiend, probably, then. Undead. Undead? Undead. 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 I was, like, was going to say, the spirit mentioned it was undead, so... Yeah. That might explain why it reacted so viscerally to the fragment of Elder Starlight. Mm -hmm. That won't recharge until the morning, though? Or did it recharge this morning? Mm. We just used it when we were just sleeping, so... Yeah, isn't, it, I, isn't it three days, or is it every day? I forget. Next dawn. Yeah, that's why I thought that one was a, a light-based oh. thing. So I was wondering if, if we used it since so, we yeah. used it in the middle of the night. It's if the heavy charge. Uh, 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 but you didn't. Because you guys used it when you went to sleep, which was at dawn. Remember? Yeah, because oh, we, we at were. Dawn? Okay. You guys. Because we're now awake at like four or five p.m. So You're right, right, so. right, right now with all stuff you guys have done and traveled around, it's probably around six p.m. right now. Um, we need to wait another ten hours. Thirty p.m. For it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like earlier than the dawn. Nope. Right. You're right. I was yeah, trying to think. Like, no, guys it was like two or three. But you're right. Right. oh, we watched the sunrise. Oh, watched the, uh, sunrise. Yeah. the sunrise in right. the pool. Yep, you're right. I got it. Okay. So yeah, we'd have to wait until the morning. I do have Moonbeam prepared, which is radiant damage, which I don't think Undead are too fond of. Um, and I still have a vial of that holy water from the Queen's Castle, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. I do as well. I think I have one left. Okay, that might be good then. Plus, I think my flask is all used up, maybe, but I know I can put that on weapons, and that applies. Yeah. So basically, damage just, to the undead. We get down there and do what needs to be done to manifest it, and then ghost busting again. Ghost busted. <laughs> I actually have three holy waters left. Oh wow! Oh ho! That I see. I knew we had a couple. We had there was we had a lot that we didn't use. So. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. <clears throat> okay. So Sweet if we have nothing else that. that hurts this thing, at least we have those. And if we really need to pull out the Holy Grail, it would burn our fast travel, but I did prepare Sunbeam as well, which is quite good at burning things that uh, don't like radiance. Which would be helpful. But that would, like I said, that would ground us 
essentially, but if we absolutely need it. One challenge at a time, right? One challenge at a time. One challenge at a time. What's yeah, that smart? Oh yeah, undead really don't like that. Are you talking, Josh? Or? No. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell if you were talking and you were muted. No. Mm -hmm. okay. Well. okay. So we're off to the jailhouse to get those guys and then down into the mine? Say yes. All right. Well, best get to stepping. All right. Any last words between anybody before we wrap up tonight's session? I would say as Earth starts walking forward, I'm going to grab a hold of Norwin's sleeve and hold him back for a second and say, the real way to manifest it is he has to actually feel remorseful for his actions. I see. So we should start guilt tripping him as much as we can. About violence or about? I would say the violence. The girl he killed on the wall. Did we know that he killed the girl on the wall? I wasn't sure if we saw that or not. Yeah, you guys would have been right on the bridge when I did it. So yeah. I guess Annie would have. Norman might not have because dark vision. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think Annie was within 60 feet when I did it. Okay. It can be tricked, but I think that will involve tricking Earth as well. We need to drudge up things he feels guilty about, even if he did them for a good cause. So perhaps we could lay into, you know, killing Godot and running away from the army and the people who died. So just Is, saying. Okay. Is that why the, the two from the jail cell? Oh, that was just to cover our tracks, and I don't care if they die. Ah, sure. I, I was actually just going to ditch them in the mine. Ah, sure. I thought maybe you were going to, if you had some sort of magic to fool Earth into thinking one of those was us, and then have him inadvertently kill that. Maybe I, I don't have anything that could do that, so I'm gonna, stop, I'm gonna stop us now. Only Are you two coming? I would love for yep. I would love for you two to continue this this conversation in private, mm -hmm. maybe on Slack over 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 the weekend or whenever you have time. Ooh. So, Ooh, so yeah. neither Earth or I mean, obviously, I'll have to know things are happening if they mm -hmm. matter. Sure. But um, if you know, just it's it's a it's a tricky situation that we're in now. But you planted the seeds well. Um, mm -hmm. Annie, so far, but if we spill all the beans, then yeah, it'll be even more challenging for the. It'd be easier if, again if we were in person for you two to lean over and whisper. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I make a little take... plan right here. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I encourage you guys to talk, and plan all right. um, on Slack, and um, we'll pick up next time with you heading your way down. Sounds good. Sounds great. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, nice, good nice session. use of legend lore, you fuckface. I didn't intend on <laughs> saying all that. There was supposed to be a lot of, I'm just going to give a lot of hints and see if they can piece it together. And like, mm -hmm. legend lore. Okay, here's my notes. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. That's pretty good. Well yeah, done, ev we go. everyone, though. The RP tonight was.
fucking on point. So have, have a good yeah. night, and we'll meet yeah. back up Monday. Thank Sounds you, everyone. Good. Deuces. Yeah.